Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. wasn't a bad album not it's not my style but sometimes you like to listen to something that's not your style you know yeah like and i also i i'm not an asshole like a lot of people i can know i know when something's good music even if it's music i don't want to listen to yeah i hate when people are like i don't like that they're therefore it's trash like nah pimp that's not how that works <laughs> a lot of people are doing that because um so so nas wins um hip-hop album of the year for um king disease which is the album that came out last year it's a good <laughs> album um i enjoyed it it's one of those albums that i think we need more of because he nas is very uplifting to the black community he talks about how he he puts a lot of the history of africa in his in his in his rhymes and how he doesn't only rhyme about fucking selling drugs and shooting things. He rhymes about they can be better, you know, and I think we need more of that in hip hop for, for young kids and stuff like that. Um, but I don't think it was a Grammy deserving album compared to some of the other ones that were up there. However, he's never won a Grammy for all the, he should have won a Grammy for Elmatic, but fucking the Grammys never gives a fuck about hip hop. No. And I, I honestly, I'm going to say this, and, and I'm only going to say this because um, I know that Nas didn't even want to win a gra- Grammy. He wanted to be like Tupac and them and never win a Grammy. So I'll say this. I think the Grammys picked it because it's a very positive album for the back black community. And they're trying, they're one of, they're yet another big company that's trying to hop on that trend. Right. Which is fine. I want that album to get exposure. I saw on Twitter a lot of people didn't even know the album dropped. It's a good positive album, so put it out there because most people don't listen to positive shit anyway. They just want to hear about people shooting each other. Um, but there's a dude, Freddie something. He had an album called Alfredo Fire. That album was up, and it should have won, in my opinion, and in many other people's opinion. Hmm. Um, but... Who gives a fuck about the Grammys? 
honestly, because the Grammys doesn't give a fuck about hip hop. So any hip hop people <laughs> shouldn't give a fuck about what the Grammy says. <laughs> so I don't know why I went into that, but that was my. If you didn't know, I listened to hip hop music in a serious manner. <laughs> so, <laughs> which some people would be like, "Oh, I wouldn't have guessed," mm-hmm. but you would be wrong. Respect the art form, okay? <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, I saw this TikTok video where this guy—I don't know—you may have seen it where he comes up, guy knocks on his door, and he's like, he goes, "Hey," and he goes, "Hi, would you have time to talk about our Lord Jesus Christ?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure, I'll get you a beer." <laughs> some Mormon. <laughs> have you ever have you ever have you ever let like Mormons or Jehovah Witnesses into the house and just let them talk? Not since we have our not since we have that gate. <laughs> yeah, I've done it with Mormons once or twice. I will not do it with Jehovah Witnesses because they're rude. I think and I think my mom did that once with Jehovah Witnesses. Jo, I don't like Jehovah Witnesses. Start with the negative. It's doom and gloom and fucking everyone's going to hell. I don't, I don't want to hear that, bro. I'm just trying to enjoy my Saturday. <laughs> you know, The Mormons are really chill. They're usually young people and they just want to – the only reason I let them – I think I was like 26, 27 at the time. It was in um, California and I lived in a neighborhood where most people didn't speak English, a very Hispanic neighborhood. And he's got these two fucking white kids <laughs> who can't speak a lick of Spanish. And they just looked deflated. They just wanted to tell people about Jesus Christ, Steve. <laughs> and it was like two in the afternoon. No one was home because they all went to church and I didn't want to go. <laughs> so I was like, well, like we just, you know, we wanted to know. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not Mormon. I never will be. But knowing those two facts, if you would like to come in here, I will listen to what you have to say. <laughs> and they came in. We had a wonderful conversation for about 45 minutes. Um, and they, we had a bit of a debate on a few things. I was very respectful because I don't, I don't like to disrespect people's beliefs as long as they're not doing it to me. You know? So what's the church's view on anal sex? <laughs> <laughs> Is it st- no, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> it centered more around my disbelief of the book of Mormon. Hmm. And, and I, I will admit I'm a lot more knowledgeable about the Mormon religion in America now than I was then. But um, there was a lot of things they didn't have answers to. And that was kind of my main point. I was playing devil's advocate. Like I was poking at them so they would ask. <laughs> you know. But we had a great conversation. I said, listen, Jesus Christ is, is the shit. I said, no matter what religion you want to follow, the dude had some words. And he spit the knowledge. Okay, that's it is what it is. You know. I was um I was watch I watched part one. I haven't watched the other two, but that the, there's that um documentary series on Netflix called Murder Among the Mormons. And it was about this guy who um was one of those like uh what do you call them? He, it's not necessarily anti collector, but he's looks for like that rare kind of um rare books and writings and stuff like that and um he and this was i remember this was because this was like in the early 80s he um found these papers that um that confirm that were called the salamander papers and they kind of told a different version of what 
you know, how the guy found the golden tablets that, you know, mm-hmm. gave him the Book of Mormon and stuff like that. Because in his writing, it was, oh, an angel came down and showed him in it. But they said that uh, he had actually told the story to his his homie. And his homie's like, oh, it wasn't an angel. It was a salamander that led him there. And they're like, that would kind of change the whole dynamic of it. It's, it sounds like that was a... I'm high conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a fucking angel dog. It was a fucking salamander, bro. This fucking came out. He looked and he's like, man, how strong is this shit? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's and, when you start looking at the joint. Yeah. Like, start, what the fuck is it? Is there angel dust in here? Tell me the truth. I see the movie. Angel you know? dust homes. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting out there in, G- G- in Devo's chicken coop. <laughs> I've come to the, I used to be, well, I used to be an atheist. I've, I've changed my, opinion on that a little bit in the last few years but um and i don't really fucking want to discuss it because i don't have to defend my position nah. um but <laughs> if you want I to think, you get a podcast <laughs> i think whatever all religions are silly if you really think about it <laughs> they're all because they talk about stuff that isn't physically possible like we can't prove it right right so i think whatever inspires people to be decent human beings is fine you know what i mean if it inspires them to do something other than that like i've always been in the belief because people go oh christianity inspires people to do evil things i'm like if christianity inspired people to do evil things they weren't paying attention right they've someone manipulated it like the crusades it's a catholic church manipulated it at the time to do some fucking political shit that's all that was yeah same with mormon um, not mormonism jesus um the Middle East, what is it called? <laughs> Muslim. The Muslims? Muslim religion. There's obviously sects of that religion that, you know, a little bit more violent than others. But I, I don't think everyone in the Middle East wants to behead everybody. You know, just saying. I hope not. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, even with the Christian religion, you have the fundamentalists that, right. you know, and it, it always it, assholes and then normal people. Well, it always reminds me of like um, you know that clip from the West Wing when uh, Bartlett is talking and he comes across this religious fundamental new um, uh, radio host and starts questioning her because she says like, "Oh, the being gay is an abomination." And he goes, and then she names Leviticus something. He goes, "Ah, chapter and verse." He goes. So if we go on that thinking, he goes, my, he goes, oh, I've seen this scene. Yeah. This scene's awesome. Yeah. Where he's like, my chief of staff insists to work on the Sabbath. Should I behead him or should I, or should I stone him? Or sh- could I delegate that out to like the police and starts going through that whole thing? Cause it's like, yeah, you can't sit there and say like, oh, well the Bible says this, but then forget other stuff that you're supposed to do. It's like, you can't, you can't do both. Well, you should never follow any kind of creed or ideology that insists you treat people like garbage right? just because they, they might be a little different than you. I, and if you are following a church that says that, then that's the wrong one. You're doing it wrong. You know, I've read the Bible. I've read the entire thing. It doesn't say treat people like fucking garbage because they don't agree <laughs> with you. Now, the Old Testament has some shady things in there, but that's because it's a historic – it's more of a historic thing. No offense to the Jewish our Jewish okay. friends here. Well, yeah, it was talking about Christianity. One of my one of my Jewish friends. I said something to them, and I said something based on the New Testament. And they're like, "Sorry, dude, that's not my book." 
<laughs> I love it. You know what's funny is I find that Jewish people are the least uptight, and they have the most uptight book. Right. Well, they also have a lot of reasons to be uptight. But also, like, you know, they they value a little bit more on the intellectual side. I feel too. Yeah. You know, you, they they're not split into like fucking two hundred different sects, and they actually read it. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. it's it's uh. We could go on for days about this. <laughs> I don't even think we've introduced ourselves at this point. Yeah. Well, you can check out our um, our religious podcast. Religious podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine. Can you imagine of all the podcasts that we said we should have on this, you know, of all these things. Can you imagine how long that list would be? We're here, we're here to discuss <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God save us. Oh, my God. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes that um, takes a look at religion and gives it that uh and filters it through the lens of pop culture and clickbait. <laughs> We're thinking so you don't have to. <laughs> I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm. Um, my name's redacted. First, of all, I'm Adam Riley. My name's Jebediah. <laughs> my name is fucking yeah, Jebediah. That's perfect. There's no other name. There's no other name. <laughs> but you can call me J One and him J Two. <laughs> <laughs> to give a shout out to my homie JC out here <laughs> doing the Lord's work. <laughs> what was my fa- my favorite quote that fits everything we just said? And it's 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 one of those things where you find a pretty poignant quote that is way above its pay grade. Like where you found it makes no sense. So in the movie Van Wilder, mm-hmm. he says don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive. That quote is so great. Like I, he said that and I go, it almost broke my brain. Cause I'm like, this movie is silly. Like this, this kind of quote shouldn't be. in. <laughs> it, but it was probably, a, it was what was, what probably happened was it was probably a note from somebody. And then they were like, Oh, that's, that would be a good one. Yeah. Let's throw that in there. Something that I would talk as if it was an ad lib because, mm-hmm. um, What's his face be doing that shit? Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds, oh yeah. He is Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus. All right. So um What's episode, the on the crap, episode 399. One left. That's oh. it for us. Um but um I wanted to just kind of take a second to like Remind you guys, if, if you still want to continue hearing us talk, because just because we're ending this show we're, doesn't mean we're ending all the other shows. Uh, you can hear us weekly on the Truly Pointless podcast. Uh, it's just basically an hour of us talking about whatever we want to talk about. Um, yeah. So, uh, Kind of like this one. <laughs> <laughs> kind of no, like kind of like the beginning of this one, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we'll talk about anything on there. So if you if you... Still want to continue um, listening to us. We're only, I think, 16 or 17 episodes in on that other show. So just look for the Truly Pointless Podcast on your podcast app and uh, and um, start following that. And we've got some content on there. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So uh, you're keeping the LG? Yes. So I won't get into it. Basically, um... I fucked up. And, uh... <laughs> no, the phone... The phone... That I thought I was I thought I was gonna get a Pixel 3 XL, but it was a Pixel 3, and it's just too small for me. Um, but the LG is nice. It's uh 
I find, there was a, with the a exception review. of time zones. Um, Jesus, I don't know what the hell's going on. But, um, <laughs> the review, a review of it summed it up perfectly where the LG G8 is an amazing phone that has no standout features. So no <laughs> one remembers it. That's essentially because it's 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 got a great camera. Um, the screen, the display is amazingly crisp. Um, it is it still has a headphone jack, which I found interesting um USB-C uh it has the one feature or just distinct because it's called the um LG G8 ThinQ which is a stupid name but it doesn't have a bump where the camera is it's completely flush so they figured out a way to not have it stick out of the phone right which is nice i mean <laughs> but um it's a great phone it just isn't a memorable one because it didn't really it didn't reinvent the wheel um does it mean that I'm going to stick with LG forever? Probably not. But I was like, this phone is good. I don't know why I'm trying to switch. Fucking just stay with this one. Um, why are you bugging, man? Why are you bugging? Why are you bugging? <laughs> uh, but yeah, good phone. Um, it works with my Samsung watch just fine. Um, it also, I don't know. It's just a good phone. I don't know what else to say. You know, I forget when it even came out, to be honest. Um, but I remember when we went to the sh- to the shop, um, they were pushing this phone like because we went with like, Oh, because they because they knew it had nothing memorable to it. So right. they were pushing like, the only reason we got it was because the de- I don't remember the deal, but the deal Verizon gave us because we got two of them were stupid. I was like, well, I'm, of course, getting this phone hmm. for the kids. I didn't get it for me. Mark, now they're stupid. Only, you can get it unlocked for like $335. I don't remember. Oh, they came March 2019. So it's like a year, a little over a year old, which is perfectly fine for fucking cell phone. Jesus. I was playing xCloud on it. <laughs> now that oh, I yeah. don't have an iPhone, I was like, Bang, I was playing some shit on there. Shit was great, dude. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they do. They try to have a distinguishing feature. So they, they, LG is, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they're really trying to have hand gestures be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, is hand gestures were a thing before Google Assistant became a fucking god. You know, so now there's no point for me to be waving my hand at the damn thing when I can just tell Google to do it. Hey, do this. <laughs> I've stuttered at Go- I, I So I love Google. Google makes Siri look like an idiot. I've stuttered. I've said the wrong thing sometimes and corrected myself in the sentence. Google still picks it up. <laughs> it's like but, I'm talking. But you it's know, like I'm talking to a fucking person. Dude. But you know, inside it was going. <sighs> we know what he's doing. All right. Like, why do I have to have? Why do I have to be on the phone of an idiot? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> but um. Hey, fucked hard. He meant this. <laughs> and then I got um. Let me say. Let me say because I wanna. I wanna throw it out. So I used to have the AirPod Pros, um, and they, they're good. I mean, obviously. Um, they're ugly, and they fell out of my ear all the time, but sound quality-wise, they are good. My wife surprised me with um, – I don't even know what they're fucking called. They have a stupid name, but they're made by Anchor. So Anchor is a great company if you want – charge things they make wires and chargers and wireless chargers and they make headphones too um and they're not that expensive but they, they sound really good um 
I think it's called the Life. Life at two NC, stupid ass name. Um, <laughs> my wife has a previous model of them, but I don't like them. Well, I like them, but their their case is really big, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not very portable. This one looks like a little puck, um, and they sound great, and the fit is way better. I just did the dishes and clean half the house with them, and they never fell out. They have touch buttons on the side Mm -hmm. and the cool thing is something that people keep trying to tell me that only google buds do if i um long press one of them google assistant will chime and go ding ding and then i can ask it whatever the fuck i want so it's not just google buds that do that (laughs) that people people have believe the hype (laughs) it's got six microphones they're bluetooth they have a fucking um 34 hour playtime. and the cool thing is like if you're Earbud, you can use them independently. I usually it's so only use sens- one. It's so sensitive, I fart. It activates Google. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um, I usually only use one at a time because then I'm alternating charging because I have them in all day. Um, but if, let's say they're both dead, you can charge them for like 10 minutes. You'll get an hour and a half of playtime. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they're really good. I'm actually thinking it might be a future Christmas present oh. for a homie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. But yeah, 80 bucks, not bad. No. You know, and they sell um, nicer ones too. I think they have one for like 150 that looks like the air. They have a little stick coming out of it. I just don't. <sighs> I don't like it. Hmm. They have interchangeable little rubber things too. That they're, they're like I don't know. They don't call them anything. I call them fins, but they're cool because you put them in your ear and then you turn it and it like it locks it into your ear. That's why they don't fall out. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's really nice and they're comfortable. So, anchor. If y'all motherfuckers don't want to spend $8 million on some AirPods or whatever, just buy those. They're fine. Good bass, too, hmm. which is important when I'm listening to that hip-hop, baby. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to talk about. I love you all. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. That's Yeah, because I was already thinking, like, well, I get that. And then I'm like, well, what kind of ear you know what kind of because i know they still have a jack but i probably would just go with the wireless earbuds anyway yeah it's like going i'm looking around and i go well i could just get a cheapy you know and then later on get something nicer or whatever anchor has a set for like 30 bucks that are still good i was i was that and then there was those remember the skull candy ones i told you about those don't get this nah (laughs) i bought my kids the skull candy ones oh the the wireless ones yeah, and they they all broke within like two months. Oh wow! They just stopped working. Um, but I'll send you I'll send you the ones that are um are cheaper, but the ones that my wife has, I think they're like thirty or forty bucks. Huh. The case, it, they're they're the same size. The case is just bigger. Hmm. That's all it is. So if if you're not if if you're fine with it not or being a little bit bigger in your pocket, it's fine. I just wasn't. <laughs> I was like, I need to be small. And they don't. Oh, they don't have noise canceling. Oh. That's the big, the big thing. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's true though. Once you once you get the truly wireless or whatever, the two buds, you you can't go back. It's like <laughs> you're like, I have to. This is the only way to listen to music when I'm out. <laughs> yeah, because like I I have them. You know, I have in my pocket, and then the, the wires out. And then when I'm walking, it always the wire always seems to catch my thumb. No matter what yeah. I'm doing, it's like going. It's like a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, 
Now it's time to jump into some news stories that may have slipped under your radar this past week. Um, so the Flash may be losing a father, but he's gaining a mother. <laughs> Maribel Ver, um, Verdu has been cast as Barry Allen's mom in The Flash, a character that it, that's expected to play a pivotal role in the upcoming comic book adventure. At the same time, Billy Curtup is departing the project and will no longer portray uh, The Flash's dad due to scheduling conflicts for the Apple TV Plus drama, The Morning Show. So, yeah. And then I'm figuring if this is going to be like a Flashpoint kind of thing, they could get away with it. I feel like DC's constantly doing Flashpoint. I know, right? With everything. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you are you guys going to chill mm. with the fucking Flashpoint? Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I do want to watch those shows, but I feel like now it's, no, no, it's no, this going is, No, no, no. This is the series. This is the movie. The standalone Oh, the movie. movie the movie. Okay, I'm sorry. I misheard you. Um, well, that's cool. I think the movies need Flashpoint. If anything needs Flashpoint, <laughs> it's the movies. Um, but the thing is, I feel, like I said, I feel like they've just been leading up to it for so fucking long. Yeah. You know, it's and, like, are you guys going to do it? Or? And, you know, we're hearing, you know, how everybody's canceling somebody else. They're trying to bring back uh, Zack Snyder because now there's yeah. bring back the Snyderverse. And it's like, no, people stop this. Stop it. Justice League hasn't come out and you haven't realized that, oh, you know, I the, all this hype was for nothing. You know, it's like, uh, let's let's stop this. Let's just let them do Marvel. Let them be Marvel and do it the way that they they should have done it. to begin It's with. not even it's not even and I'm not taking anything away from Marvel. It's not even do it like Marvel. It's do it like a comic book because yeah. that's what Marvel did. Yeah, they did it like a comic book. Warner Brothers is doing it like a fucking standalone movie bullshit. They're War- not doing it. Correctly. Warner Brothers is doing it like DC Comics. Right. <laughs> so I guess it's fitting. <laughs> it's just like cuz what they could have feel... what they could have done is they could have done what they could have been the first to do Disney Plus. Is like, okay, we can have lower tier people do a television series and then maybe cross them into movies from time to time. You know, make something kind of connected, you know, but they just they they don't want to. They just need to give full creative control to DC Comics, like make a separate movie studio. Yeah, just like Disney does. Disney's and I'm not saying that Disney's the one the reason why Marvel is popular, but um, Disney lets them make their own movie. They do that with Star Wars. Do that with everything else. Well, Star Wars, are, <laughs> um, you know, it's like, hey, we'll we'll give you the money. You do the magic. Wink. You know, right. it's kind of Disney's little hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I don't know why they don't do that. I guess I guess I'm stupid. I guess I don't know anything. So whatever. Well, I feel like if we ran these companies, we would just make billions of dollars. Yeah, because we would actually have a singular idea, and not do this. Like, well, I don't. No, fuck you. Shut up. We're gonna do it this right. way. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fuck of all ages okay mm-hmm. actually this is the wrong article but what i want to talk about is um bethesda the, the merger between bethesda and microsoft has finally been finalized uh the eu and america have or united states excuse mm-hmm. me um america have, no you had it right america <laughs> <laughs> they have um 
accepted the merger because I was trying to explain to my kids that when this much money gets <laughs> moved around, people need to accept it. Um, and oh, the same fucking day, the Bethesda software collection or Softworks collection has been added to the Xbox um, Game Pass. So if you if you pay for Xbox Game Pass, you have uh, quite a few games available to you right now. Wait, wait, wait. Them. Do you hear that? You can almost hear the tears of Sony people crying because... Bro, it was all <laughs> fucking over Twitter. <laughs> they were like, this isn't right. They shouldn't be able to do this. And I'm like, but if Sony bought them, you'd be completely okay exactly. with it. And Xbox people would be complaining in the same way. It's just people whined, you know. <laughs> but, and also, just get a PC. You can play all this shit. <laughs> And Sony doesn't have anywhere to stand because I'm still pissed I can't play that damn um, Spider-Man game. But I'm not going to buy a whole PlayStation <laughs> just to play one game. Um, so I'm going to list them off real quick. Elder Scrolls Oblivion, obviously. Um, Prey. The Evil Within. Um, quite a few Dooms. So Doom, Doom 3, Doom 2, and Doom 64. <laughs> Doom 64. Uh, which I was excited, and I don't even know why. Um, Fallout 4 is on here. Um, and these are all, these look like just standard editions of the games. Um, but there's a few that do have like a, the first Dishonored is a definitive definitive edition. They have um, Wolfenstein the New Order, um, Wolfenstein the Old Blood. They also have Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, and of course the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. And this is the special um, edition that has the upgraded graphics. Uh, Rage 2, Wolfenstein Youngblood, and Dishonored 2. Um, oh, there's a little bit more. Fallout 76, which I hear is actually a good game now. Oh, yeah. Um, I was gonna it say was it. so cool because I didn't watch the whole thing. But they had like a round table with the Bethesda guys. Or Bethesda people, there there were women involved. I apologize, um, and the Xbox people, and they were cutting it up a little bit. It kind of seemed organic. It was cool, and um, what's his name, Todd Howard or whatever on Bethesda, he flat out said said we made every mistake you could possibly make when it comes to Fallout seventy six, <laughs> and I respect that though. Right, and he said that he they were trying to they were making a point that bethesda and microsoft have worked very closely together for years and it is true they've always worked very closely these people don't pay attention but he was making the point that when fallout 76 was messed up they admitted to themselves hey we don't know what we're doing and we're messing up and they they actually had called a lot of people on the microsoft team and microsoft just helped them fix their game oh nice it wasn't even a deal or they didn't make any money on it. They just, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll see that merger makes a lot more sense when shit like that's going on. Like they're right. just friends, you know, business friends. <laughs> um, and of course, friends with benefits, you know, <laughs> last but certainly not least, um, doom eternal, uh, is also on the suit dropped 20 hot titles. This Xbox game pass is honestly, in my opinion, one of the best deals in gaming right now. You pay $15 a month. Which most of us are paying fifteen dollars a month for a lot less. Yeah, and you have all these Bethesda games, and you also have all the Xbox games, all the Halo games. There's fucking Forza Horizon Four, Sea of Thieves. Fucking, there's so much shit on here. So definitely peep it out. Among Us is on here too, if you want to start streaming, because that's all that fucking streams anymore. Yeah, I know. I've um, seen that. So Among Us, it's fun to watch though, because <laughs> everybody just double crosses everybody. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Bethesda, definitely that is an official thing. Um, they did say 
a big part um, the Microsoft guys admitted they said one of the biggest parts of this merger was to have exclusivity on a few things um, they just didn't announce what so but he also said he 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 said that as Microsoft always does they will honor any agreements that were made previously so I think any games that have already been announced are not going to be exclusive to the Xbox because they're already they probably already had pen deals of where those games are going to go um, and also, you lose money that way. Yeah. Microsoft, and he made a good point on the stage. He said, Microsoft has games on other platforms and we support them. Like, it's, they don't care. Yeah. You know, Microsoft out here making money. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got Microsoft games on PlayStation. Now they're going to yeah. be making money off Sony. Bro. And Bethesda, it's not just Bethesda, Zenimax, but it's such a big. Like, it was funny because I was telling people, like, oh, they're just going to scoop them up. And I'm like, this is going to take a while. And my friends were like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, it's going to take – the governments are going to get involved. And then sure enough, they did because it's so much money. Yeah. You know, and it's – it's because it wasn't just a game studio. It was a publisher. And Microsoft technically is a publisher too. Yeah. So it's, it's – it's you know, it's a thing. But there well, you go. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I mean, fuck. <laughs> yeah. The more incentive for – because I think I shared it on the Lazy Geeks Twitter thing where – that the list of games and people were like thumb thumbs up in it. Like I go, okay, you can, okay, Sony boy, fanboys cry a little bit. Here are the games that every, everybody on Xbox can go ahead and play starting tomorrow. <laughs> it wouldn't matter anyway, because if PlayStation five people wouldn't have enough space to install these games anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I say that out loud? <laughs> oh, my fault. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh, my God. Sony's doing their, their fucking players wrong lately. I'm be for real. Yeah. Like they they've been acting the fool about a few things. Like they need to sort that space thing out because they can't even install. I I for, I think if you have a PlayStation, you can't even install Modern Warfare, like the new Modern Warfare, something stupid like that. Oh really? Yeah, because it's too big. Well, the, well, that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> if you want, um, if I right now because I own uh, Modern Warfare. If I want to install Modern Warfare and Warzone, which is the Battle Royale online one, it's like 200 gigs. Which I have the space because I have a computer. <laughs> right. But I don't know how big it is on the PlayStation. The cool thing is they did allow where you can just install the one oh, you want. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that where, yeah, they couldn't they couldn't install both of them, but they can install one or the other. I was like, that's still shitty. Yeah, it's real shitty. Mm. So it's... um. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. There's, there's a few people out here acting the fool. That's basically what I'm trying to say. All right. Well, keeping on the uh, keeping on the gaming tip, the EA Sports FIFA community is in an uproar over a massive scandal in which fans are alleging that an electronics art employee sold highly sought after FIFA Ultimate Team cards directly to players for an exorbitant sums of cash. Oh. EA said on Wednesday that it is investigating the reports. Earlier that day, Twitter had exploded, as it often does, with the hashtag, hashtag EA game. Uh, EA gate, it's in the game. <laughs> as, <laughs> as fans shared screenshots of messages from someone who claimed to work for EA, in the messages, a seller offered powerful FIFA Ultimate Team units called icons and prime icon moments, asking as much as... A thousand, I'm not exactly sure, euros, I'm assuming? 
uh, which is equivalent of $2,035 for groups of certain cards. If the buyers agree, the seller promises they'll add the special units to the player's account the following Monday. Um, FIFA Ultimate Team normally works on a lottery-based system with loot boxes, of course, offering yeah, virtual... That's, uh, that's, that's EA. Euros. That's EA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying that symbol is the Euro symbol. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Uh, offering virtual We're Americans. We don't give a fuck about anything that happens outside of our borders. <laughs> uh, offering virtual cards and that players can pull together to build the ultimate FIFA team. The power, the more powerful the player cards, the rarer it is. Dedicated fans may spend hundreds of dollars on those loot boxes for a chance at a good card to help them lead their team. But the cards this mysterious seller is offering are far better than what most players can hope to find to randomly find ea doesn't reveal likelihood of specific of drawing a specific card type if it's under one percent and the cards are for sale are exceedingly rare players who take advantage of these offers would theoretically be able to win against almost any other team even if the if their opponent had previously lucked out on some great cards from their loot boxes for fans understandably upset by the idea that a fellow FIFA Ultimate Team players may have cheated by playing an EA, um, by paying an EA employee to add the units to their account. But let's be honest, loot boxes are cheating anyway. Yeah. EA announced on Wednesday that it's investigating the allegations and said it will take swift action if it finds any improper conduct. The company also said it is aware that the situation creates balanced concerns for players and it'll update the community at a later what, date. What did the situation do? Is he still on Jersey Shore? No, well, you know, he's always getting into shit. So, you know, they're probably <laughs> like... Starting to bullshit. They're probably like going, ah, fuck, the situation's in here? God damn it. I saw a clip of him the Get other day. Cool I don't know why. I, I was down a rabbit hole. And um, he it was it was their show. And I don't know why he did it. I had no context. But he purposely let the girl's dog out of a kennel just so the dog could shit all over the house. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> what could possibly make you do that? This is what we're doing now? <laughs> yeah. And then he didn't even, he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know who let the dog out. And it's like, but there's no one there. Dude. And then somebody said, woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, did you have anything to add about your no, article, I mean, sir? I mean, it's loot boxes. I mean, that's cheating yeah. anyway. And and the, Europe is is getting kind of cracking down on it because it's, it's really gambling for children yeah. at this point. It's Loot boxes are trash. Everybody knows that. If you have to, if you have to pay for a loot box to win, it's not. There's no point in playing it. Yeah. Apple has discontinued its original HomePod after four years. It says that it will continue to produce and focus on the HomePod Mini introduced last year. The larger HomePod offered a beefier sound space, but the Mini has been very well received and clearly accomplishes many of the duties that the larger version was tasked with. The sound is super solid, especially for the size, and it offers access to Siri, Apple's assistant feature. The original HomePod was a feat of audio engineering that Apple spent over five years developing. In order to accomplish its development, the team at Apple built out a full development center near its headquarters in Cupertino uh, with a world-class development environment with a dozen anachochic 
chambers. I forget. I don't forget how to pronounce anaconda. That <laughs> yeah, anaconda chambers, um, including one of the biggest anaconda chambers <laughs> outside of academic. <laughs> it's officially that now. Um, outside of academic use in the U.S., why does Apple always have to be extra, bro? Anaconda. Just make it don't a speaker, want... homie. You don't need. To... <laughs> um, I visited the the center or this person who wrote this on TechCrunch visited the center before its release, noting that Apple took it the extra mile to get the incredible complex series of tweeters and woofers that built its space um, for nothing. Um, I found it to be one of the best speakers ever made for the home when I reviewed it in 2018. Uh, From the booming bass and well-shaped nature of the tweeter assembly inside, the cloth cover uh, that was specially shaped to avoid interference with sound quality in any way, the way that it sensed the way that audio was being shaped by walls and other obstructions and um, adjusts its uh, – this dude's really like stroking it on this fucking speaker. But <laughs> existing HomePods will continue to be sold. Hey, but he Apple's, actually wrote out skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Apple's <laughs> website is already out of space gray. It will continue to provide support for existing HomePods. Uh, Apple seems to be betting on the mini going forward, which – could point to their desire to fill every room with good enough sound rather than to focus on the living room with truly unbelievable sound. The HomePod itself never quite got to the level where it could act as a full home theater replacement, though paired though paired in their multi-speaker configuration. So the thing is, the problem, this the sound quality of the original HomePod was fucking amazing. Like, it really was. But people don't buy these for that. They buy them just to have their assistant in the house. Yeah. So you're there. They might play music on it, but I have a Google Home Mini. I never play music on it. I just have it to ask Google questions, or for it to be a reminder or an alarm. Like, the fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's funny though that they're canceling the the original and going with the Mini when they're cutting seventy percent production on the iPhone Mini. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. I heard, I heard they dramatically underestimated the sales on the um the mini, not the mini, but the uh the SE, no the cheaper one. Um, I well, from what I read, they're cutting twenty percent of the production line. Seventy percent of that cut is the iPhone mini. They said because ah, okay. they said because um nobody really they go. It seems that people either want the bigger screen or they're going with the SE. Yeah, they said that the same before being a lower price. The SE makes sense when people just want to be in the ecosystem because it's cheap. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't need all that fancy shit. And honestly, Apple doesn't have much fancy shit. It's just a nicer screen and yeah. a better camera. The more expensive you pay, it's still the same fucking experience, software wise. You know. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> So true, so true, so true, so low. All right, at this point, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll hit you up with some more news, our douchebags, and our social media idiot of the week. So we'll be right back. And welcome back. So our podcast would never be complete unless we had a story about HBO Max. That's uh, right. <laughs> or Warner Media in any, or AT&T basically in any, in any way. Uh, Warner Media is set to launch an ad-supported tier for its HBO Max streaming service this June, and executives are hoping to, 
um, that having a cheaper option will boost subscriber growth. AT&T didn't provide any additional information at the in the press release sent out, because of course not, including price or time of launch, but noted that HBO Max will also launch in about 60 markets outside of the U.S. in 2021. Pricing announcements will be made in the coming months. Uh, Warner Media CEO Jason Killer also told gatherers that AT&T's at, for AT&T's Analyst Day, considering we're halfway through March, a couple of months uh, is basic. A couple of months is basically launch. Huh? Okay. Uh, he's saying that he's saying that the the launch time for stuff is coming up. Right. I was like, oh, that's really worded badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The main difference between the ad supported tier and the normal tier is access to same day theatrical releases, Killer Ad added. Customers on the ad supported launch won't be able to watch Dune on HBO Max when it lands, for example. Killer, Killer also um, confirmed that ads won't play on HBO's original titles like Euphoria, Sopranos, and Game of Thrones. Uh, That's a and, smart move yeah, for and, them to do. An ad-supported play um, plan is just one way to help grow um, HBO subscriber base. The expensive pricing tier, $15 a month, which actually, with all the shit that's on HBO Max, it's really not that expensive. It's a pretty good value. Yeah, I've been using it a lot more lately. Yeah, me too. And comparative to what it was before, that was a bit expensive. But now with all the extra content, the yeah. the originals and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's... I use it more than Netflix. I've been finding myself I, doing that too. I can't remember the last time I went into Netflix <laughs> when it wasn't to for, to play Barbie Adventures for my daughter. Um, it was for me. It was when I watched Star Trek Enterprise um, and the uh, the Mormon thing. Uh, but uh, might be off putting to a number of consumers. Killer recently spoke about incoming advertising support tier at a Goldman Sachs conference, noting that most people on this planet are not wealthy, and so <laughs> and so if we can wake up wake up and use prices and use price and be able to be kind of be able to kind of invent and do things elegantly through advertising to reduce the price of the service. I think it's fantastic thing for fans. He said, um, he said as, um, reported by variety. Um, so it's a smart, I mean, the thing is, is that if you followed this last year when they launched in May, they said that they were look that in 2021 they would launch an ad supported yeah. version of it. Um, it does make sense. Of course, you still have people that are sitting there going, um, "Somebody, oh, what was it? Somebody said in the comments, um, goodbye to goodbye to something." Basically, saying ads are going to run everything, and then people are like, "Dude, did you liter did you not read the article?" And yeah. someone goes, and someone goes, "Fuck that!" They go, "Did you even read the title?" For like, real, because honestly, it will probably come course, out for like ten bucks. I'm assuming ten, twelve bucks. It's probably going to be around Netflix pricing, you know. And then it's like if commercials are that big of a deal to you, then pay for the more expensive tier. I do that. I have Hulu. I pay for the ad free one. Um, HBO. I. I mean, I guess we all pay for it right now. But I will continue to pay for it. But I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. Like it's people are weird. I mean, I watch um, Peacock. And Peacock has commercials on theirs, but it's like one or two commercials. And even when they do have a commercial, sometimes it's even for their own service. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, wait, you you understand we're watching your service. There's no need for you to advertise to that we should be watching your service. Like, 
And then somebody commercials. Goes, and then somebody. Go ahead. And then somebody said they go, oh, no free tier. I'm like, oh fuck off, dude. Come on, who has a free tier? Who? Has but there's a- always those people. It's a, it's it's always the fucking. You give them an inch, they want the whole fucking mile or whatever. But um, we have a free tier that only has um, one show that you can watch with ads. <laughs> right. But I'm I'm also a firm believer like if something if you don't if you really don't like what a company's doing then you won't spend money there. Mm-hmm. Like I love when people are like, "Oh, fuck this company. I'm so sick of their bullshit, but they continue to pay the fee." Right. Like, okay, well then it obviously doesn't bother you that much. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to critique like, ah, "I think what they're doing is kind of blah blah blah," but when they're sitting there just viciously attacking. <laughs> but this is a win-win. I mean, for people who don't want an ad ads in their service, just continue paying the fifteen dollars a month, yeah. which has been HBO's fee since the fucking eighties. I know, and that's the thing is, like, I look at it and I go, okay, to me, fifteen bucks for what we were getting were just some of the movies that are on their service and some of the originals. I was like, right, that's a, that's a bit much, but the quality was there, so it's kind of like you're kind of like, okay, I'll kind of go with it. You're still paying the fifteen bucks a month, but then you see. All their original content, all the HBO Max yeah. original content, and all that back studio catalog. It's like, oh, this is this is fucking tight. Like I was watching um, a DC animated flick the other day. All right, I like I like their interface too, um, because it's a little like yeah, it's still big pictures. I, that's the the fucking style of now, but. Mm-hmm. It's not like Netflix. Like Netflix, I can only see like fucking four things at a time. And then it's also, so fucking big. And they also don't even show like the poster or the, the thing for the show. It's like some random people. Like I was yeah. watching one show and it was, um oh, Stranger Than Fiction, which is a Will Ferrell movie. And they have a picture of Dustin Hoffman and somebody else in the icon. I'm like, isn't that a Will Ferrell movie? Then you hit into it and then it, you go into it and you're like, oh, yeah, it is a Will Ferrell movie. Why are they showing random pictures? And the picture they have for Lucifer, I mean, it's like. Oh, bro, they have a... I was looking at it. I'm like going, dude, for Lucifer, like, really, do we have to make it look like a back page at, um, adult ad? Like, Oh, yeah, because he's <laughs> hot or whatever. Yeah. They have that movie, The Maltese Falcon, on HBO Max. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I think I seen that a long time ago. I may have seen it, but I don't remember it. So I was like, I got to... I want to... That's the thing, too. If you like classic movies, bro, they got tons of them on HBO Max. Yeah. It's cr- And it's good shit. It's not the garbage that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. You know, it's this... HBO Max is, is quality. I think I think um, they, they did a good job with this one. Yeah. Anyway, enough fucking dick stroking for HBO. <laughs> um... <laughs> We fight now here, bro. <laughs> they fight. Google Microsoft engineers might collaborate on. Um, did I skip a paragraph? No, I didn't. <laughs> Google Microsoft engineers might collaborate on the Chromium browser code, but that hasn't stopped corporate politics between the pair. Google has launched a scathing attack on Microsoft today, accusing it of trying, quote, to break the way the open web works in an effort to undercut a rival, end quote. Google is upset about what it believes is an attack by Microsoft to undermine the company's effort to support journalism and publishers. In January, Google threatened to remove its search engine from Australia in response to a law that would force Google to pay news publishers for their content. Australia passed the law in February, just days days after Google caved and cut a deal with News Corp. Um, and other publishers that ensured its services continued to be available in Australia. 
Uh, Facebook, on the other hand, did remove the ability for users and publishers to share news content in the country, which earned some concessions from the Australian government. Honestly, I kind of, I kind of thought Facebook made a big dick move. Oh yeah. They will fuck you. Then they can't, they can't share. And when they complain about it, I'm going to point at you. <laughs> I thought that was that. I don't know who was running the show at Facebook that day, but it wasn't. It wasn't the usual crowd. That's all I'm right. saying. Because that was kind of a, that was somebody put their dick on the table and said <laughs> "fuck it," and I liked it. Um, <laughs> I liked it a little too much. Uh, in the middle of all this, Microsoft was very public about its support of Australia's new law, and it even teamed up with European publishers to call for online platforms to reach deals to pay news outlets for content. Google isn't happy about Microsoft getting involved in, and this is the first big public spat we've seen since the Scroogled era. If you guys, <laughs> if anyone's old enough to remember that, Steve and I are. Yep. Um, <laughs> quote, they are now making self-serving claims and are even willing to break the way open web works in an effort to undercut a rival, says Kent Walker, Google's head of global affairs in a blog post. This latest attack makes a return to Microsoft's longtime practices. Walker links to the Wikipedia entry for fear, uncertainty, and doubt, better known as FUD, um, and accuses Microsoft of muddying the waters to distract from recent security issues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk shit. Quote, it's no coincidence that Microsoft's newfound interest in attacking us comes on the heels of the solar winds attack. And at a, at a moment when they've allowed tens of thousands of their customers to be actively hacked via major Microsoft vulnerabilities, says Walker. Microsoft was warned about the vulnerabilities in their system, uh, knew they were being exploited, and are now doing damage control while their customers scramble to pick up the pieces from what has been dubbed the Great Email Robbery. The, the Great Email, email Robbery is in caps, by the way. Well, mm. it, the words are capital, the first letter. Um, so maybe <laughs> it's not <laughs> – I didn't want to think they were shouting. Um, so maybe it's not surprising to see them dusting off their own – the old um, diversionary Scroogled playbook, you know motherfuckers are in their feelings when they bring up shit that's not even relevant to the fucking argument. Scroogle. <laughs> this motherfucker brought up the solar winds attack has nothing to do with what Microsoft said. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> This unusual attack from Google also comes just as the House Judiciary Committee looks at the antitrust and commercial aspects of competition for a free and diverse press. Google argues it doesn't make money from Google News, but Microsoft argues it's a lot more complicated and involves Google search ads, ad tech business, ad exchange, ad tech tools, and Google's overall customer data set. Quote, news organizations have ad inventory to sell, but they can no longer sell directly to those who want to place ads, says Microsoft President Brad Smith. Instead, for all practical purposes, they must use Google's tools, operate on Google's ad exchanges, contribute data to Google's operations, and pay Google money. All this impacts the ability of news organizations to benefit economically, even from advertising on their own sites. Google and Microsoft are clearly at odds over the core argument of whether publishers should have more control over a digital ad industry dominated by the search giant and Facebook. Microsoft wants Congress to move forward with the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act and enable news organizations to negotiate collectively with online content distributors. 
Google, on the other hand, believes it's Google Google News Initiative, where it tries to collaborate with the news industry, is enough to help news organizations. While Microsoft and Google battle in a war of words, the House Judiciary Committee is meeting today. Uh, what am I fucking arguing? To hear less scathing arguments <laughs> about the future of press in the digital era. Um, first of all, these motherfuckers is fighting like they out in the schoolyard, um, and whoever. These people have probably already been muzzled because they've each of them have embarrassed their companies for this little shit throwing. It's <laughs> funny, but no one the top brass of these two companies do not want this kind of fighting. It's this is screams the nineties. Yeah. Don't do this shit. Is this your boy? Is this your is this boy? Your boy? <laughs> <laughs> um what do you who do you think is right though? I've always I'm always curious I, your opinion. To me on this one. I don't know if there was ever anybody specifically right. I just know that I could. I know why Microsoft did it was because Microsoft's like, oh, "You're going to do this? Fine. We'll we'll be we'll be there because it's Bing." You know, yeah. and nobody uses Bing unless they're using it to search out Google. Um, <laughs> Bing, Bing is actually used pretty heavily, but um, but not as much as Google, right? But you know, Microsoft is going to cut off its nose to spice its face. Um, between the so you know. Google's just pissy because, you know, they thought, oh, well, maybe they'll back us up and they'll give us leverage. Google's just pissed because Microsoft took their leverage away. That's all. That's all Google's pissed off about. Um, and Microsoft is like, hey, we're we're not for you. We're for us. So, you know, yeah. if, if you're gonna not be there, then Bing will be there for it. Well, so. I I agree with the point that the Microsoft president made, where they're they say they're not making money off of Google News, but they make money in ad revenue. Right. So the reason why Google doesn't want to negotiate is because they are making money off of this content they don't have to pay for. Right. So very to simplify the entire matter, I always think whoever created the content deserves the money. So if you're getting con- – the only thing that where it was kind of weird and especially on the Facebook side of it was that they were – the Australian government said something to the effect of if so- one of your users shares an article, you owe us money. That's what Facebook was like. Fuck you. <laughs> and I agreed with them because that's ridiculous. Right. You know, it, it's Facebook's not doing it. They just have the platform in which the customers can share information. You know, then that, if, that's, then that's that, a whole different my thing. My whole thing was if that's the case, then make the publishers not – make those stores shareable which is pretty much what's happening anyway like so many times there's articles that are shared i click on it and there's a paywall then i click away from it you know like but the thing is is when you think about it the news written news has never been free it's we bought newspapers back in the day too yeah you know what i mean the only free news is the one on tv because it's commercial but I would much rather just buy a newspaper than subscribe to a website. <laughs> right. To be completely honest, because I've noticed that news websites, unless it's something like the New York Times website is basically the paper, but I never want news as it happens, <laughs> you know, because then you're fucking pouring over it and it's nothing's happening. You know what I mean? Like, if if we have to start paying for online news, then I'm just gonna buy the paper again. It needs to be I'm the only motherfucker walking in with the New York Times under my arm, walking <laughs> out. You know, it's just not worth it. But right. I don't know. All right. So as everybody knows, Adam is an eighty year old man. So That's right. <laughs> I was born an eighty year old man. Well, would you would you if all news online 
was paid, as it seems to be going, would you pay for one of the services to get the news? No. Right. So either you're going to be buying the paper or you're going to be reading blogs. Yeah. You know, and blogs are about as fucking accurate as a as well. There is nothing less accurate than blog. <laughs> I mean, maybe a re- maybe a, a a Reddit forum, but you know, it's like right, right. Of course, Reddit. <laughs> everything on Reddit is true. <laughs> no, it's all historically accurate. Right. Well, this day was inevitable. While shrugging off the initial su- um, suggestion of it when it launched the streaming option, seems Netflix cracking down on password sharing is a thing. A new feature first spotted at GammaWire prevents people who are not authorized to use the account from accessing it. A Netflix spokesperson told The Verge, this test is designed to help ensure that people using Netflix accounts are authorized to do so. If Netflix detects that someone is trying to use the account without being an account um, owner, they will be asked to verify later or verify uh, being an account holder through an email code or text. If you're borrowing your ex's account, good luck with that um, text asking for them to for, <laughs> to forward you the code. Uh, most of the users that commented on the test online also mentioned that they simply press verify later and the warning has yet to return for a second time. It was only a matter of time before Netflix started cracking down on password sharing, having disabled free trials and receiving a lot of press on their originals. This was going to happen. Their methodology is very similar to Hulu with live TV. Now, password sharing is common among cord cutters. You have Netflix and your friend has Disney Plus, so you give each other access to one another's account. In full disclosure, Adam gave me his access to gave me access to his Disney Disney Plus account for a long time. But in the I end, but in the end, can either confirm or deny. <laughs> I uh, decided that I would get my own account and pay for the year option. Seems that people are getting hit with this is relatively low. However, it will increase as the months continue with many streaming services gaining um, getting nominations for major awards. It'll be more commonplace that services will find out who is and who isn't paying for it. X is better. Watch out. I like how you mentioned that it's a tit for tat thing where like one person has a password to this. It's not that for me. I pay for it. I pay for everything. Yeah. And people bite off of me. <laughs> That's how that works. So, you know, I guess I'm an asshole in this whole fucking exchange. <laughs> so actually I'm gonna win from this. But, oh, Adam, can you send me the code? Oh, no, we can't. Oh. <laughs> uh, what code? I didn't get a code. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know New I know phone, who dis? <laughs> the only one you really couldn't share was anything that had local television channels. So if you had like uh like Hulu TV, I couldn't share Hulu TV with anybody. Yeah. It just wouldn't work. It would say you're out of the market and it would and tell you to fuck and off. And it's easy for them to do because they can look at where the bulk of it's coming from and they notice right. that, oh, hey, it's coming from this ISP address. This one's coming from something else. Let's. Well, this is one of those things that does not affect me because I pay for all my services. So yeah. whatever. And anybody, that, and anybody that's leeching off me probably won't be anymore because I've changed most of the passwords to uh, – I used uh, BitWarrant to change my passwords on a lot. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's like good luck with that. Good luck, motherfucker. Tesla chief executive Elon Musk and the board of the electric car company 
have been sued by shareholders who accused Musk of violating his 2018 settlement with the Securities and Exchange Commission over his Twitter you, use. You don't say. According to the complaint, unsealed late Thursday in Delaware's Chancery Court, Musk's erratic tweets, including a post last May 1st um, that Tesla's stock price was too high and the failure of Tesla's board to monitor his compliance with the SEC uh, settlement have exposed have exposed shareholders to billions of dollars of losses. Tesla did not immediately respond um, to requests for comment. The SEC settlement stemmed from Musk's August 2018 tweet that he was considering taking Tesla private and had funding secured for a possible $72 billion transaction. He and Tesla each agreed the following month to pay $20 million in civil fees to settle with the, with the regulator, and Musk agreed to have Tesla lawyers vet some of his tweets in advance. The shareholder lawsuit said Musk has continued issuing tweets without the required advanced approval. It seeks um, it seeks to have Musk and other Tesla directors pay damages to the company for breaching their fiduciary duties. Um, I just think it's. I just thought this was funny. I thought it was the perfect cap to our news segment because <laughs> it was just funny to me. Like it was like I I was talking to somebody about elon musk the other day and they were like he's like tony stark i said he's nothing like tony stark it's Mm -hmm. it's a joke to say that but he's not because tony stark invented everything yeah he has a bunch of engineers that invent things like you're no one gives credit to the engineers that are doing everything you know he paid for it (laughs) and he had the initial idea so that's good i mean tony stark did invent time travel so you know that's true and almost by accident. He was just <laughs> fucking with it after dinner. <laughs> there is no such thing as a Tony Stark in this fucking planet. Um, Tony Stark is actually Mary Sue. <laughs> Tony Stark is the ultimate Mary Sue. But the... Um, I feel like... I, I, I think Elon Musk is an interesting case. Because when he first came, everybody loved him. Yeah. And I still, I still don't have a problem with the guy. Rich people are erratic. Like... It's fine. They're weird. He's one of those like I have a vision. Fuck anything that gets in the way of the vision. Like it's we see it all the time. Like I'm not gonna hate the guy because he's a little difficult to deal with. Like who cares? He's not affecting my life. But well, when he started calling one of the rescuers a pedophile, I was like, okay, dude, you need to relax. He's weird. Like <laughs> I agree. I don't agree with half the shit he says. I don't give a fuck about Elon Musk. I want. Um, I barely care about Tesla. I want SpaceX to do well. That's all I care about. Now, I don't know what the boring company does other than make flame throw flame throwers and fucking tube travel that no one uses. <laughs> Which I thought was really cool, but it seems like everyone's telling all the experts are like this is dumb, and I'm like, oh, fuck. you know. But I just want SpaceX to do well, and if it means censoring his tweets, then Damn it, censor him. And Starlink. That's the only other thing I like. Internet for all. Okay? <laughs> Internet for everyone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're moving into our douchebags this week. And these aren't necessarily like major douchebags, but you can kind of see where they can kind of go that way. <laughs> there, and, and I also want to mention 
this is the first week in a long time. I think of this year that there is nothing political in either of our yeah. douchebags. <laughs> it's just – it's regular shit, <laughs> which might be a sign of the times. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. Uh, so a popular app that promised to eliminate the burden of remembering passwords has sparked a backlash by demanding – uh, weeks after it was acquired by two private equity firms that users pay up or face restrictions on access to their online accounts. LastPass has encouraged millions of people to re- replace weak passwords on retail websites, internet banks, and other online services. Instead, the software handles authentication, authentication automatically using long, complex passwords that are impossible to guess or remember. Two investment firms, Elliott Management and Francis, um, Francisco Partners, acquired the service as part of a $4.3 billion buyout of internet software company uh, Log, Log Me In in September last year. Now, the app is warning users that they must pay as much as $36 a year. Used to be a lot cheaper than that, wasn't it? Like 12 a year? Yeah. Yeah. It was like 12 or 14, something like yeah, that. Yeah. If they want access to those cumbersome passwords on all their devices, those who refuse to pay will have to choose between syncing only to their desktop computers or only mobile devices such as phones. The chain. Well, LastPass, LastPass was like that when I had it. I had it like two years ago and I couldn't use it mobile. Yeah. That I knew because I had the free tier. Yeah. That, that I remember when I signed up for the free and for that. And that's what kind of kept my passwords a little weak. Yeah, Um, uh, the change which comes into effect on March 16th, of course, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, No, 17th is St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. Was and you call yourself Irish? Fucking St. Patrick's Day is uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. Phony ass. Oh, it's just an excuse for non-Irish people to get drunk. That's all (laughs) it is. Nobody actually celebrates it. (laughs) Uh, was a blow to Scott Rod, um, Rothrock, a Tokyo-based software developer who said he realized um, at once that there was no way to go back to my old life uh, in a practical manner. Before switching to the password manager some years ago, Rothrock used a memorable algorithm to devise passwords uh, um, with mixed-up letters from a web ad. Uh, from the web address he visited with punctuation marks and the names of mythical beasts. Uh, now his last pass generator passwords are, I'm uncomfortable to admit only know my password man, um, only known to my password manager. LastPass policy changed was for me an ultimatum to move to uh, the move to limit what LastPass gives away for free underscores how financially sophisticated owners are risking to wire um, ringing more profit from popular Silicon Valley products. Last month, Twitter has said it would experiment with tools that will allow users to give tips and pay for exclusive content ideas that could also um, allow the microblogging uh, platform to take a cut of the revenue. That announcement too followed with investments from Elliott, which took a 4% stake last year and attempted to oust Twitter's chief executive, Jack Dorsey. Elliot invested in me login or log me in via Evergreen Coast Capital, a Silicon-based outpost created in 2015. The technology investment venture marked a departure for the New York firm's longtime strategy of pursuing aggressive public campaigns against public companies and delinquent debtors. It passed target its 
past targets have ranged from health insurance company uh, Athena Health to the Republic of Argentina, which in 2012 had one of its Navy ships impounded in a dispute over defaulted bond owned by the New York Fund. Oh, wow. Uh, Francisco Partners, which invests alongside Elliott and is another in battle, is another battle of hardened firm, having been owner until 2019 of NSO Group, a maker of surveillance software that was being used by Facebook over an alleged attack of 1,400 users on the social network's WhatsApp uh, messaging surface. Experts say it's hard to know whether the new limitations on the free version of LastPass will encourage more um, paying users to sign up. Um, so Adam and I were talking about this earlier and much of the stuff that they're saying is one of the reasons when I got LastPass a couple of years ago, I didn't really like it, but I used it online because I couldn't use it simultaneously with other apps unless I paid for it. Right. That's why I ended up going to Bitwarden, which gives you all that stuff for free. Yep. I use that one too. Yeah. It's a little, the interface is a little more cumbersome, but once you get used to it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, LastPass is a little like simpler to use, I guess. But yeah. um, I used LastPass for like a year and then I switched to Bitwarden. I haven't, there's no reason to switch. Yeah at all <laughs> so but what, um, what's funny though is that like adam and i were saying that we're like well this is something that's kind of already known so i don't know how some people were using it on all these different devices and not paying for it unless they were grandfathered well, I think it wasn't that it was the i think they, they they made it an ultimatum like they were changing something yeah and they, the way they came up, came at people was a little fucking like your tone can be adjusted, like that right. kind of shit, you know. And it was just a filthy situation, especially when you have competitors out there that do it for free. Yeah, you and know, I think and a you also provide a service that most people don't even realize they need. Yeah. So. I mean, I, how, will, I mean, I how, my bit warden. Yeah, I mean, how else am I gonna lock down my OnlyFans page? Um, OnlyFans login. That's right. You know. That's right. I don't share that with nobody. Hell no. <laughs> um so mine it's just this whole situation <laughs> um amazon i never really quite, thought about it until they said it then i go that, oh. i was just about to say that i didn't it was whatever to me and as soon as they said it i cannot see it now. yeah <laughs> um amazon has quietly rolled out a slight update to its new app icon that is debuted back in january which alters the colorful strip of tape um, on the icon that bore an unfortunate resemblance to a toothbrush style mustache. Um, the toothbrush mustache was originally popularized by comedians like Charlie Chaplin in the early 1900s before it was forever associated with Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler. Um, Amazon made some changes uh, to the icon following customer feedback from its initial rollout before it rolled out the final design worldwide. An Amazon spokesperson commented that Amazon is all, always exploring new ways to delight our customers. We designed the new icon to spark anticipation, excitement, and joy um, when customers start their shopping journey on their <laughs> phone, uh, just as they do when they see our boxes um, on their doorstep. It's a change that makes sense. Amazon's ads uh, have portrayed the swooping A to Z arrow that adores, adorns its packaging as singing mouths 
Um, it's, I don't see, really see it as sinking, but okay. Um, and in that light, the they do it on their commercials. Oh, okay. Um, the ragged edge, the ragged edge and width of the blue tape on the previous icon uh, design looks uncomfortably similar similar to the uh, tonsorial. Just say Hitler's mustache. <laughs> Stop trying to dance around it. Like if if you're gonna if you're gonna write about it, own it. Like, don't try to be cute, tongue in cheek bullshit. I hate that. You could half this article would be half the length if you just said Hitler's mustache. Like stop it. That's the most annoying thing in this article, to be honest. Verge do better. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even see it. I thought it was package tape. Yeah. And then when people started saying Hitler, I'm like, great, thanks. Yeah, now it's like, ah, uh, now I can't unsee it. But the new icon looks better, so who fucking cares? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, I don't care. I don't care what the icon looks like. <laughs> as long as when I open it, the app comes up. Right. So I can buy more useless shit. <laughs> okay. Or at least that the app opens up and then I can see the stuff that I ordered back in November coming tomorrow, you know? <laughs> and then I saw, I saw someone on Twitter was like, they were like, Amazon made a mistake, but they rectified it. This shows a strong moral compass. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It shows that you idiots associated their thing with something really bad. So like, I'll fucking change that. Cause we're going to lose money. <laughs> I, I almost feel like these companies, like they're like, Oh, someone's offended. What do we have to do to fix this one now? <laughs> you know, just annoying. Right. You know, oh, shit. Because obviously they didn't make that fucking thing going. Ha! This looks like Hitler. Right. This is why I want this to be like this. Somebody went. Oh, let's take the side of a package. Oh, look the tape, and then you have the little cut things in there because you know it looks like that because when you use a tape gun, it cuts off like that. You know. Right. Because it's a fucking box. <laughs> Like what the fuck? Because the, the I think the newer one with the tape it looks better just because I like sharp angles, but <laughs> it doesn't look as accurate. It doesn't look like a box yeah. tape anymore. It looks like it has a weird like tag on it. <laughs> it looks like you have a weird comb over. Right. Like <laughs> why is that corner up? Were, were we going to peel it off? <laughs> How did you do that? How did you get such a clean rip on that? <laughs> This looks like a box that came to my house and that Amazon delivery guy looked a little shady. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> this looks like a box that comes to your house when you have the Nest camera and you watch someone steal it. <laughs> right. <laughs> From, you're not home. You just watch someone steal your shit. What the fuck? All right. And to close out the show tonight, we have our social media idiot. The governor of Guam offered to send Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia, a history book after the conservative uh, firebrand incorrectly referred to the U.S. territory as a foreign land during his speech railing against federal financial aid to other going to other countries. (laughs) I didn't even know this. I didn't even know she said that. <laughs> yeah. What the what is it with the alt right and not understanding geography? Like it's not even far away. It's local geography. Yeah. Did you know they're the first ones that usually cast their ballots in the in the elections, you know? Big boy Guam, they're always there. Yeah. Crystal 
Um, Crystal Paco San Augustine, the communications director for Governor Lords Leon, um, Lords Leon Guerrero, uh, told the Guam Post on Thursday that they would be, quote, more than happy to send Representative Green's co- office a copy of Destiny's Landfall, A History of Guam. <laughs> uh uh, delegate Michael San Nicholas, a non-voting delegate representing Guam in Congress, told the outlet that he would be delivering Green's delicious uh, Chamorro chip cookies as part of an ongoing outreach to new members to introduce them to the world, the wonderful island of Guam. Gu- or a fucking middle, like a sixth grade geography book. Right, exactly. Come on, bro. Guam- that chick never stops embarrassing herself. Oh, I know. Guam has been a part of the United States since 1899, and people born on the island of the West Coast, uh, on the West Pacific Ocean, the West, yeah, West Pacific Ocean, have been considered U.S. citizens since 1950. Guam's roughly 170,000 residents do pay federal taxes, but not federal income tax. Uh, The island serves a key military role during the Pacific Campaign in World War II, and there are roughly 6,200 active-duty U.S. troops stationed there. Green made the gaffe last month during the speech at at the Conservative Political Action um, Conference, also known as CPAC, urging that the U.S. to stop sending aid overseas. I'm a regular normal person and I want to take my regular normal person, normal everyday American values, which is we love our country. We believe our hard earned tax dollars should go for America, not for what China, Russia, the Middle East, Guam, whatever, whatever. The, the Georgia Re- the Georgia Republicans said, I want if I want to build roads, if we want to put um, money into schools, if we want to build border walls, we want it right here at home. This is e- this is easy for me. It's easy for us. It's not easy t- um, to Washington. She continued. Why do we allow people <laughs> that are so fucking stupid? <laughs> into leadership role. That's how you know we're a true democracy because literally anybody can get in. Right. <laughs> what's funny? So what's sad. What's funny too is that you know there's that comment she made of like how many you know she's like I won with seventy six percent of the vote. You know, like that's a badge of honor. And everybody goes, didn't you run unopposed? She ran on a, yeah. unopposed in her election, and you're like, and wait, you still only got seventy six percent of the vote. Right. Like, what happened? There was there? literally no one else to vote for, it, and she got seventy six. That just means seventy six percent of the people decided to vote. Right. That's sad as fuck, bro. Like she shouldn't be there. They should have kicked her ass out. Well, what she was doing to try to the other thing she was doing, she was trying to slow down the um, stimulus vote in the house. So yeah. every time she would start and and make a motion to um, end business. At 9.30 a.m. in the morning to end business for Congress. And she actually um, she she actually alienated more Republicans. Republicans voted with Democrats to shoot down her bullshit. Well, she's she's the she's the definition of. um, I had it five seconds ago. Like you just don't she just doesn't know what she's doing. Like. Um, she, oh, there you go. She's the definition of you really thought you were doing something. Right. Because every time she does something, it's like, it's like an idiot who really thinks they figured something out. And then everyone in the room goes, 
that's not how that works. Well, they're the conspiracy theorists that that oh, I figured out something hundreds of thousands of scientists and mathematicians couldn't find, but I right. I found it on my computer playing um uh playing uh minefield. Right, because you're such a fucking genius. Fuck off. Big fucking Guam. This reminds me of the Puerto Rico thing. Trump talked about we don't have the we don't have the resources for foreign aid. I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with Puerto Rico? It's the same shit. These well, yeah, where he couldn't. Right, people are so dumb. Yeah, where you know it's like, oh, we're gonna get them stuff. Oh, but I'm not gonna lift that ban that says they can't have anything. You know because. Of whatever you know, because of that maritime law that was in what World War One. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. Puerto Rico. Hope they're doing okay. By the way, <laughs> you get hit by storms. Um, I mean, even I know Guam's Guam is an actual, you know, territory of the United who States. Who doesn't know? <laughs> I was taught that in like elementary school. I know. Like, <laughs> fucking. She's from Georgia, right? Yeah. She's, this, she's, the, bad, she's the exact reason why we need free college education. It's the exact reason why we need the death penalty. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that's dramatic. I was, just, I was just joking around. I just, I just see I that's don't... cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. <laughs> and if she, if she gets voted for a second term, I'm, I give up on, on that entire state. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't deal with you people anymore. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you like the show, too bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the next episode's last episode. <laughs> um, but you could still donate. Uh, any donations will help the other shows in our network um, and some new projects we got um, coming down the pike. And our OnlyFans page that's coming. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> we, we, we said, coming. We, that's been up, bro. <laughs> we said... Uh, Fuck that Patreon and, and, and fuck that shit. Now we're going straight to OnlyFans. I want to be known for depravity. So <laughs> You go on OnlyFans, you have to pay to get us off your screen. That's how it works. <laughs> Somebody asked me an interesting question. I'm going to pose the question to you before we leave. Would you date a woman who had a nude OnlyFans? Yeah. Okay. Would you have a now date... <laughs> And serious relationship, like moving in together, possibly marriage with a woman who had a nude OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't see why not. Interesting. I said no. Why? Because I don't want, I don't know, I just don't want the mother of my children to show her <laughs> shit everywhere. Like I told, I said, I don't, I don't well, judge I, I may think it. In some, in some ways you got to kind of find out why they're doing it. Oh yeah, I guess so. But like, I if told you're them, making that bank, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh well, I don't need to do that no more. <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't care about money when it comes to that. Maybe I'm old fashioned. But I told. No, I'm I, talking I, about I, her. I'm talking about her. Oh, she's, you, you making that um, bank? Then she'll be like, I live off your ass. I told um, the dude. I go. Women can do whatever they want with their fucking body. I don't care. But I don't want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want my significant other to do it. And I guess that makes me a piece of shit because that's what he told me. Well, he I told mean, me that I'm an asshole. I'm well, like, I, I don't know. Let's be Just honest. Let's let's be honest. You're one without that. Huh? You're, oh, you're calling me an asshole. You're um, a piece of shit, you know, regardless. 
trying to have a serious discussion. So <laughs> fuck out here just talking shit. <laughs> anyway, never mind. No, no, I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But for me, it's just like, you know, I, I would have to find out why she's doing it. And she's doing it for money. Why would what do well, you think she's doing it for? Some, Artistic yeah, freedom? <laughs> no, like, why is she doing it for money? Like, is, is she like, oh, you know, like, you know, like this, like pandemic or something like that, you know, or, you know, to, you know, maybe there's some reason she doesn't have a, a regular job and she's doing this just to, you know, to do that. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons. It's not just simply to make money. It, I mean, it's, you know, there could be some reasons that some people want to do that because they have to, or, you know, they maybe they have, you know, maybe they have something going on at home and they can't go out to a job or whatever, you know, so they try to make money. It's called a hustle, motherfucker. I guess that's a good point. Hmm. I just assumed women were like, hey, I'm pretty. I can take my clothes off and make money. Yeah, there's some, but they're not all like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm, like I said. I guess I'm just can, more open-minded than you are. Like I'm more said, enlightened. <laughs> women can do, you're more woke. <laughs> women can do, seriously do whatever they want. I'm making that perfectly clear. If I knew a woman who had an OnlyFans, I would not think less of her. Maybe it's just a jealous side of me. Hmm. I just don't want other people to see my chick. <laughs> Maybe I'm just I'm I'm a fucking crow magnet in that way. I but just don't all, I don't want. But it. you also got to remember, most people probably have already seen your chick. That's true too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's kind of, to me. It's like dating a stripper. Hmm. Well, it's I, the same thing. I like, mean, just because she, it's online, it's the same thing. I mean, but yeah, but if she's just showing nudes, it's like whatever. But I mean, if she fucking other dudes, like porn is a different subject. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm uptight. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's that too. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Well, if you can't help us out with some cash or can't go visit our OnlyFans, you can also drop us a review. Uh, you can share not just this show, but all the other shows are truly pointless podcast our away team and eventually our other new shows that are coming up um so don't keep this slice of heaven to yourself yeah but <laughs> when you tell people about it focus on the other shows right focus on the lazy geeks network yes please <laughs> and i want people to get all hyped for this one and then it's like that was our final episode but but then again that's 400 episodes that you get a you know a lot of content you know there's a lot of content it's, in there you can start from 2010 and work your way up i mean it's very time sensitive but i mean <laughs> each episode is its own time capsule but in the same know? respect each episode could be dropped in in any other year within those 10 years and it would still be per it still yeah, be pertinent pretty much dude i mean especially <laughs> when we're talking about video games just change the titles of the games it's all the same shit just put call of duty in there and you're good to go <laughs> Um, you can check out all the other podcasts on Lazy Geeks Network. Our new show, The Truly Pointless Podcast, is our Stream of Consciousness podcast. Um, also, the the Away Team is our Star Trek podcast. And if you have any comments, questions, ideas, you want to throw us throw out a um, a farewell message or something like that, you know, or you want to send us something that we can read on our, our final episode, go ahead and hit us on our social media accounts. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. Um, also, uh, our OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash Adam is sexy AF. Um, That's right. Or you can email us, the mailbag at the Lazy Geeks.com. I can't wait to see if anybody comes. Like, <laughs> Adam Back is here. sexy AF. Let's see if that comes up. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so stupid. You don't be sad as if it was, and it's you. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> it's my only fan. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. So that is it for us this week. So until next week for the final episode, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm We're thinking so you don't have to. And keep wearing those masks.